0: Welcome to Barbecue Booze and Bullshit. You've just passed through a wormhole into another realm. Do not be alarmed because you are not in danger. The time space continuum is suspended while you focus on the entertaining and informative content about to be unleashed. As we begin this journey together, we'll be discussing life and the fascinating stories around the great Pacific Northwest. If you're not ready for some fun, you can check out, but you can never leave. Live from Gig Harbor, Washington, it's Barbecue Booze and Bullsh. Welcome to edition number two, episode number two of Barbecue Booze and Bullsh. And, uh,. <laughs> We are here today at Barbecue to You in the lovely Gig Harbor, uh, Washington, with the founder of Barbecue to You, Gary Parker. Hey, man.
1: Hey, well, how you doing? Good. All right, Gary. Man. I got him. Kurt here. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. We, we love hanging out here at Barbecue to You. was saying. I, was, I think it's just the uh, smell that yeah. brings us in, don't you? Yeah, I was
0: saying walking in, you got to tell, you, you know, walking in, the yeah.
2: parking lot just smells like barbecue, which yeah. is great. Like, you know, there's a story behind that, right? No. When we first opened, because, um, you know, Smoke. The smell of smoke. That's yeah, a, that's a part of the of the yeah. human experience, right? That's actually yeah. embedded in your limbic brain, right? Yeah, and, uh, and so you can't resist food, right? When, yeah. uh, when you smell that smoke cooking. So when we first opened that first year, yeah, I used to take my trailer pit out back, okay, and put it right there by the back door and just start a fire in it. Right. Interesting, and uh, we would fill this whole parking lot and the whole medical center parking lot. We just make it, you know, smell like barbecue. Just every go for day it, just to get people's attention <laughs> to let us know that hey, somebody's new on the block, right? Yeah, either that yeah. or
0: somebody's house is burning down. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, it's, still,
2: it's very different. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it's got the smell of the smell of the meat cooking, right? So yeah, no, it's beautiful. Well, there's a
1: smell of the meat too, but there's also the smoke. Yeah, and the you smoke. you bring your wood from Texas, yes. don't you?
2: Yeah, we bring the um, we bring the post oak all the way in because I wanted to recreate that true Central Texas. Experience here, wow. Mm-hmm. Right? So all that wood comes in. You know, actually, three states It comes out of Texas mostly, but uh, it will come out of Oklahoma. It will come out of New Mexico as well. But I have a friend up in Seattle. He supplies uh, all the woods for all the wood-fired pizza places and so and barbecue joints. And that's all he does. He just you know brings it in for us, so he can bring it in by the train load. Wow. And um, and then he stores it, and we, we you know we we work off the pile as he gets it right. That's yeah. A, I mean,
0: which takes some. I mean that. There's, there's a lot associated I mean that's not the cheapest way of doing things either but oh no no, no no you know what I mean like no. especially with yeah. gas prices right now. that's right <laughs> like, but, uh, but to you it's worth it to have like well, it it's means it's worth it yeah.
2: that's what creates these flavors and it creates yeah. this uh, you know this uh, the smoke that you're talking about the yeah. environment right the, yeah. the whole uh, ambiance about it right
1: so yeah, so, I mean, it's just it's just fascinating. Here we are in Gig Harbor, Washington, yeah. right? Yeah. Up in the Northwest, the rainy Northwest. You're from Texas. Right. How the heck did you end up in Gig Harbor and open this barbecue to you?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, that's a, that's a long and, and fun story, but um, <laughs> for those who know me know that I come out of the tech sector, right? Okay. And uh, so I've worked for Harris Corporation. I worked for IBM for a long time, um, and then I uh, when IBM and Austin shut down in the late 90s, um, Intel was opening the facility here in uh, in DuPont Washington and so a whole bunch of us that had been working on 64-bit technology which was new back then right mm-hmm. um, we all came up to uh, work on the first 64-bit processors and design them and that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. so my career went on um, I ended up ended up being um, engineering one of the many engineering directors down at Intel wow. uh, and uh, we retired uh, and then I opened this place.
1: Yeah, but I mean, so you opened this place, but obviously it comes from your Texas roots. So when you were growing up in Texas, did you have a lot of opportunity to eat Texas barbecue? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is uh, my wife and I like to tell the story because when we moved up here, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find these Ah. foods, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because uh, we grew up with them. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, the the famous story that she likes to tell and is that we went over here to the local uh, KFC and they asked for the sides. Right. We said, yeah. well, we want some fried okra. And, <laughs> so we, and they went, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew we were in trouble. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. On the culinary <laughs> side. So um, so yeah. So when we opened this place up, we said we were gonna we were gonna put all those missing pieces together in one spot. Right. Mm, for people yeah. to come come experience and find out about. You know, so what nice.
0: makes, like, what is it to you that makes barbecue, like, what are the standards that you look for? Like, when you walk into a new place, if I yeah. if I picked you up and moved you to a mm-hmm. New Mexico and you walked into a barbecue joint, mm-hmm. what are you looking at initially to go like, yeah, this is legit. This is going to be something, like, is it the sauces? Is it how it's mm-hmm. cooked? Is it the, the type of meat they're using? Is, like, what are those elements?
2: Well, as you guys point out, the first thing I do is use my nose. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to find out whether that's a, whether this a these are wood-fired pits or whether these are modern-day pellet. You know, kitchen cookers, right? Okay. Um, because if it's not a wood-fired pit, it's not going to do what what you guys have been been tasting here. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. There's only one way to do that, and that's low and slow over a, over a stick fire, and and um, and just gather the heat and gather the smoke and let the meat do its thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let the meat do its thing. Yeah. That's that's what it's all about, right? That's right. You know, it's so fascinating when you go up to order and and your terrific crew here i mean they're just fun fun yep. guys you know yep. right. when they bring that meat to the table mm-hmm. that whole chunk of meat and yep. they put the knife into that thing oh, yeah. Yeah. and those juices flow out mm-hmm. man it duplicate that Oh yeah, God! Your taste buds just start accelerating. Yeah, you don't even
0: yeah. need a knife, really. You don't no. need any no. blunt objects. It's just, <laughs> it just, just,
2: just, just, just beautiful. Pulls, pulls apart. I mean, yeah, that that is,
1: that is that is that. I love that part of it, going up into the counter there and ordering. The, I love that part of it, just.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a novelty. Uh, what we discovered yeah. is it's a novelty here. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, and let me tell you how we started barbecuing. Okay. Yeah. I, I grew up with this stuff. You got to remember that, right? Sure. I've, I've cooked in water pots. I've cooked in you know all kinds of. of boxes and and things because we grow up from when we're little yeah you know whatever's does, around right? everybody does this right yeah. So, yeah so you start out when you're little to learn how to build a fire and then you figure out what a fire is and you learn how to put steaks over the coals and I mean you, as you grow up you just everybody does it yeah right and so when I came up here and uh, we were craving the the foods and um couldn't find it hmm. um I went over to Lowe's and, uh, and bought one of the little offset cookers and had it out on my deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was doing some ribs for the first time, you know, there in the neighborhood. And my neighbor <laughs> you know, looked over from his deck and asked me why my deck was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, why don't you come over and look at all this? And he, he, he thought it was the most amazing thing what I was doing. And next wow. thing I knew, um, his, uh, his first child was graduating um, um, high school. And okay. And they, they had me cater the party doing oh, pork neat. ribs. That's awesome. Oh, God. That was my very first catering event that I, that oh, I wow. ever did. Um, it then grew from there, right? Okay. Because um, I was having fun doing that, and then I bought a one of the uh, typical trailer pits. Okay. You know, and uh, that's how Barbecue to You came about was because I used to barbecue for you wherever you were at. Oh, right? and okay. And I do, I do it for fun yeah and um so i had been out on the beach i've been up in the mountains i've been in people's backyards with that pit doing stuff right and uh and we did that for on weekends and stuff for years and and then uh, as an intel guy i started barbecuing that was my job i would barbecue for the off sites that we had for the team building events and stuff like that that was always my piece and so then i got really good at doing large numbers of wow people
0: Wow! Oh man! So, right. would you have guessed ten years ago that you'd yeah be in, in your
1: own barbecue yeah. joint here? No.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, isn't that fascinating? I thought this was a dream of his all his life. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's what I would have guessed. Yeah. But
2: barbecue finds you. You don't really find. <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. I plan. love that. Yeah. Right. Barbecue oh barbecue. yeah. Right. What is um? Uh,
1: <laughs> so what what makes
0: Texas so distinct? Like, what are the characteristics of a Texas barbecue versus mm-hmm. Kansas City or Georgia or uh, Carolina? It's, it's
2: all about salt, pepper, and sauce on the side. Oh, okay. Right? That's that's what it is. And and the reason for that, I'll tell you why, the history yeah, of that, yeah. is because Central Texas was founded by Germans and Czechs, okay? Okay. And extremely, extremely poor. Okay. That's the, the saying on my back, right? Yeah, um, America
0: wasn't built on salads, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. barbecue because America wasn't built on salad, right? It was <laughs> built by a very strong... People um, that migrated across the U.S. And there's yeah. two major two major paths, all right? There's okay. the southern path and then there's the northern path. And each one each has their own barbecue uh, idiosyncrasies because all barbecue is is meat over fire. Okay. Right? And that's how it is. So, so you asked about Central Texas, so we'll talk about that. But what did they have and what could they grow, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So they had salt and pepper. Okay. Right? So therefore, there's your rub.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay.
2: You had the, you had either mesquite or you had post oak, which were both scrub trees, right? Yeah. Okay. That were hardwoods, not sappy, so you could cook with it. Mm-hmm. without yeah. Making yourself sick. Yeah. So that's how that came about. You were in the middle of cattle country, right? Because yeah. the cattle drives from Mexico came through Austin. Yeah. Right? Because they watered at, at, um, at the Colorado River before they went north towards uh, Colorado. Oh, right? I didn't in, know that. Yeah. In the old days. All right. And so, and then things like okra and stuff like that, you could grow in the hot, arid soil, right?
0: Interesting. But wow. And so,
2: and then that's the reason you'll always see these things in a true barbecue joint, in okay. a true Texas barbecue joint, <coughs> Excuse me. along with, you'll always have the ability to buy cheese and pickles, onions mm-hmm. and jalapenos yeah, because, yeah. Uh, because the, the government cheese was available and um, um, they grew the rest. Okay. But that was all they had. Yeah. If you yeah. take that simple recipe, right, and then you can, now you can go back and ask a different question when you're in Kentucky or Tennessee or the Carolinas, uh-huh. Sure. right? Yeah. It, it, barbecue is about what they had yeah. when, when, when immigration came through the, to, to expand west into the United States, right? Okay. That's what you had to eat.
0: Yeah. So with that, <clears throat> is barbecue one of those things where it's like, once you know what you're doing, stop screwing with it. Like you have yeah. a recipe, don't. Don't get fancy yeah. and adapt. Like, just let it be what it is. Yeah.
2: The, a lot of, I'm a traditionalist. Okay. And that's the reason this, this method that I use, you know, it's, it's from the 1800s, right? I'm wow. Not gonna, oh, wow. I'm not going to change it. Yeah. Right? That's what I do. It's also fun on the other side in today's world, you know, where you have the fancy rubs and the injectors. And sure. You can have some fun stuff with that. Um, and I highly encourage it. Hmm. Right.
0: Yes, you're not but opposed to that, but no. you just go, hey, here. You're always going to get this. We're not going to get fancy and yeah. experimental.
2: But this, but nothing is like this. Yeah, yeah this sure. This yeah. is tried and true. Um, this is how people ate, right? Yeah. And, and this was their life. And then, and um, there's more actually to it, right? So, yeah, ever, yeah. so I'll tell you more if you ever go to Central Texas. Um, all the real barbecue joints, as a matter of fact, you can see their pictures on the wall over there. Yeah, I see the lineup. They all say market. They don't say barbecue. Ah. Okay. Why? Because these were the German and Czech meatmongers, right? Yeah. And so they were always meat markets. Ah, interesting. So they bring in the sides and um, the wealthy people Mm -hmm. would buy up all the choice cuts, right? Uh Really quick. Yep. Now, what do you do? Because you need to make money, right? So um, what do you do with the non-choice cuts? Sell Mm -hmm. it off as crap. So what they started doing was they put it in the smokehouse and smoke it till it was tender, right? And then that's how the poor people ate they would hmm. actually serve barbecue out the back door oh, to wow. the uh, to the workers and wow. to the into the you know the non elite if you will yeah right? wow and I it no eventually clue. came about that hey this stuff was really good so then it became something that was a product right that they would yeah. sell across the board right and so that's the reason texas central texas barbecue joints are markets they're not um, um, they're not always called barbecue Wow. I had no clue. Did you know that, Kurt? No, I had
1: no idea. What an amazing history! Um, getting back to barbecue, to you, um, how did you come up with the name?
2: Oh, that's my wife's job.
1: do right? <laughs> yeah, she, it's she, so, came up, she came up with that. Well, it's, it's great. You, you're naturally going. If you have a barbecue, barbecue restaurant, you're probably going to have barbecue somewhere in it, right? right? But the way you did it with to you yeah. was just a short, creative way, and it's every every time somebody hears it, they're never going to forget it. Right? Yeah. So it was really. Uh, Really creative.
2: Sometimes they get a little sideways. Sometimes they call it for you. Sometimes you know, there's different, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> different kind of things. Every time I hear a new one, I run off and go um, and go add it to uh, to our business license as an alias, right? Just case, oh, just in case you <laughs> need to use it, yeah. Because I need to use it someday, right? Yeah. And, and it yeah.
0: seems like things are going well. I've been to this location, but you also are you have presence elsewhere too now, right? Oh, yeah,
2: we, we're trying an experiment up in Burmerton right now where we have barbecue to you express, and so we okay. go up there um, in the. Um, 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 in our, in our pizza store, we also have a pizza store in downtown okay. Bremerton. Um, and we'll go in there, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and sell barbecue for lunch, you know, to oh. all the, uh, military and oh yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, federal workers that are up there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and what, like, how far would you drive for good barbecue? Like, yeah. I mean, are people coming from a long ways for oh, this? Yeah. Because I, this
2: is I've amazing. People that come here, um, from Oregon. Oh my God. Um, from Bellingham, you know, out of Seattle. Right? Just for this. Yeah. Isn't
1: that yeah. crazy? Yeah. You know, another creative thing you've done, um, uh, Gary, and it, it has to do with your your heart and soul, and that is uh, you you um, provide food to various nonprofit groups and for various special occasions in the community. Can you touch a little bit on that?
2: Oh, yeah. So th- there's a number of philanthropy things that we because barbecue is a part of the community. That's mm. another part of the saying, right, is that barbecue was always what was done, you know, as a, as a communal thing when sure. everybody came together right yeah. whether it be after go to meet on Sunday or whether it be you know there's a there's a problem that's got to be solved in the community everybody gets together what are you going to eat what are you going to eat barbecue right so, yeah. so we're trying to keep that tradition alive today right so uh, brisket trim that goes on every morning right so we don't throw that stuff away we we trim it out even further. We grind it up. We make hamburger out of it. All right, it goes to cool. um, um, one place. It goes is the Tacoma Rescue Mission. Yeah, and the guys over there, you know, feed the homeless with it. Um, we also give it to uh, Catholic charities and a couple other groups. Yeah. that take care of the people out on the peninsula. Right. Okay. So 100% of our almost 100% of our waste goes uh, goes to those organizations. They turn around, feed homebound people, the homeless. Yeah various mm. other things like that, just out of the uh, other byproducts of making the brisket. Right? Wow.
0: That's some good byproduct though, right? Yeah. Like I mean, that's no, some quality. A
2: fantastic. Yeah. It makes a fantastic hamburger. Yeah. Right. I never even thought about that.
1: Oh boy. I bet it does. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you have a food truck as well?
2: I have one out back, but I use it for storage. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you why. I, start, I started to do a food truck um, yeah. in the beginning, and we got so busy. Oh. One of the other things I really miss, uh, miscalculated was how popular we were going to be. Yeah. Okay, and how bi- how much the, the, uh, the community would uh, embrace us. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I built this kitchen, you know, for a nice, modest, you know, maybe 600 a week, something like that kind sure. of a thing. Right, yeah, we're way above that right now. And, um, <laughs>
0: I know it's been nonstop since we've gotten here. It's like yeah, this person, and, uh, this person. and that's
2: the way it goes all day long, every yeah, day. Yeah. Right. and mm-hmm. uh, it is you know people stroll in, they'll get their dinner, they'll, they'll do whatever, right? Yeah, sit down and have lunch, um, and it just goes on, you know, until yeah. we close. And uh, that's amazing. And another
1: cool thing you've done in, in in the in the restaurant here is you have you've dedicated the space for local authors and artists to display their their work, oh, and yeah. then they sit there and visit with your your clients to come in for, for to sit down and eat or take out. Yeah. And that has been such a great thing for the community, and it's brought so many people out. And yeah. uh, it's just another part of what Barbecue to you does in the community. And because of that, you've received two recent awards. You were nominated for Finest Person of the Year by right. Gig Harbor Living Local. Right. And right. the Gig Harbor Chamber of Commerce nominated you as Citizen so, of the Year. That's
2: right. right. Look at that. And um, Yeah, so we, uh, we keep trying. Right, yeah. To, uh, to do the right thing in the community and be a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the story behind the books and barbecue, that was um, that was a survival technique. You guys know that? No. Okay. So so COVID, it was 2020 in March or April, whatever it was, and COVID had hit. Yeah. And um, everybody was shut down except for restaurants. And it, there came a point where even a lot of the restaurants shut down. Sure. So mm-hmm. I was one of three that was open. Wow. Right? Now, I just told you, I, I engineered this place for a low volume kind of a half-time sure. thing. Sure. We had no tables were in this lobby, all right, and everybody was basically standing about three feet apart from each other, just loaded oh, in there. And they were getting upset because we only have one fryer, guys, and yeah, they, sure. all, they all wanted fried pickles. And uh, <laughs> and so the guys were back there frying as fast as they can. But some people were were, were um, waiting a long time, and sure. I felt so bad for them. And they were getting fussy and so on and so forth. Right? Yeah. And so we needed a way to, um, to give them something to do. Okay. And so, uh, a, a nice young lady that works with us, Miss Lucy Rao, um, her and I, um, got to talking about it and said, Hey, we can be open. Nobody else can. Yeah. Why don't we start bringing in, um, other businesses? Yeah. So we, we initially started out with businesses and we brought in Kim Walker jeweler and they had a little setup and okay. treasures hmm. for humanity came in once. And uh, you know, we, we were bringing them in so they could get some exposure back to the public again. Because remember, they couldn't open. Sure. Yeah. And then we had, um, and then we kind of did that a little bit. And then Larry, we had Larry Fowler come in who wrote the uh, the Lincoln books that, that you've seen in here. Yeah. Right? And then Books and Barbecue were born because he really books embraced Books and Barbecue. Them, right? Yeah. And, um, and over time, uh, him and Lucy have created the whole crew that comes in here, including Baseball Bob over here, right? Yeah. From
0: episode one? Yeah. Yes.
2: episode one, yeah. 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 You know. All baseball Bob. Yeah. Uh, and so we love having them in. Uh, we also bring, uh, last week, we had the, uh, or week before last, we had the uh, artists in. Yeah. So we have ladies, little ladies that yeah. come in and they'll paint portraits or they'll paint oh, this wow. or that. And so we. it's not only with uh, books and barbecue, that's probably the most popular one. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but we also bring in starving artists and stuff. And, yeah. Boy, wow. I that's
1: love cool. that. Books and barbecue.
2: I know. That's, an, <laughs> Is that's, that's the, the next podcast <laughs> we've oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, Tell so me
0: about. W- tell me about what it was like. I mean, it sounded like things were busy here at COVID, <laughs> but also... Like there's a lot of places shutting down that didn't, didn't thrive. And yeah. you were talking to me before we recorded, like this yeah. actually might even be the hardest part. Yeah. Post COVID might even be harder for your business than right. even during COVID. Right.
2: Yeah. Cause I made my mind up. We were going to stay open. Yeah. Right. And we were going to, cause there was no way to get food.
0: Yeah. If we're going to yeah. die, yeah. we might as well have good food while we're going. <laughs> yeah, out. Right. So we're right. Out. So we,
2: we, you know, we were going to do that. And, mm-hmm. um, um, oh crap. Senior moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lost my thought.
0: You're going to, you're going to stay open during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your question? The question was, uh, this seems to be post COVID might even be harder oh, for yeah, you than staying open. Yeah. Um,
2: we, so we never closed. Right. Okay. And the, you know, we just masked up and we did all the right things and yeah. we just kept rocking and rolling. Um, and, um, yeah. And then, so we got through COVID. It's a little frustrating because we had to do it on our own. We couldn't. We didn't qualify for stimulus or anything because you know they set all the stimulus packages up for you had to lose a ton of money in order to get some stim. Yeah, sure. And so, and I kept trying to explain to our our representatives um, that um, there's more than just revenue. You have to you have to also measure margin loss or margin erosion. And so, but, you know, because a lot of us that stayed open and, and fed the public and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? We didn't really lose so much revenue, but we lost margin, right? Because we were running around pay, paying an ungodly amount of money just to bring food in the back door because sure. it was hard to come by. Yeah, yeah. Right? But we were we were keeping it coming in, but we get no relief for doing the right thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is that's what I always bark at them about. Anytime Anytime I can find an audience with one of them, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I chew them up because it's almost like they, they punish yeah, you know, they punish the people that, that keep things maintained moving. The, yeah, maintain the right spirit and did the right things. Right, mm. and um, whereas others who went off and took you know two three month vacations, right, they got a, yeah. an incredible amount of dollars to to um, you know to get back going again. Yeah, yeah. it's frustrating.
0: No, I get that. <laughs> now, are you is supply chain like maybe the biggest thing right now? Because yeah. I know there's meat shortages. Well,
2: inflation and is what's getting us right now. Man. Oh man. And the, and the story behind that is uh, so we're, as we as we prepare to come out of COVID. Um, You know, everybody, all these factories and stuff, you you see it on TV, you know, you got all the unions and they're all wanting more money and they're all wanting all this kind of stuff. All that stuff translates back into the supply chain Hmm. and raises the cost. Yeah. And so, and the problem is, you know, if that's bad enough on its own, we could just have an entire conversation about that. Yeah. yeah. But on the other side of it, um, you can't, they can raise prices on me so fast. That that I can't pass that to the public. Yeah. Or I just, yeah, if you I, start
0: increasing races, you know, right. next Friday you come in and everything's three times more expensive. You're That's not right. going to have an audience. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. they
2: can they can they can increase prices 30% in a week right and but you that, can't <laughs> I, but i can't right yeah. i have to go more gradual because the consumer can't can absorb that that fast yeah, yeah. right and yeah. so who you know so we end up being a being middleman so in a way this period is harder on small business hmm. you know than uh, than the covid was yeah, yeah. Right? which makes sense you know and just because we're trying to keep that balance plus we're still looking for things i mean there's there's surprise gaps
0: sure. all the time yeah you know what are some of the um I mean, do you ever hear weird stories of people expecting you to have certain things on a menu or like, like, have you ever had like weird requests for rattlesnake or alligator or any of that weird,
2: uh, not, in these not parts, weird, not in this part of the woods? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe if we're down South a bit more, we're yeah, down yeah. South, be a little bit more <laughs> regular, right? But uh, every now and again, we'll get some Southerners up here and they'll ask me why I'm not doing the green beans or why I'm not doing cream corn. And yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of those things I do, but they're over on the catering menu. And so oh, okay. I do them by request. Oh, okay. I don't do them um, as, yeah. a, as a general part of the menu. Interesting. Yeah. So
1: so t- tell me a little bit more about the catering business. Uh, is it, is it quite in demand? Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh yeah. There's a lot of pent up demand for catering right now. And, yeah. Um, a lot of yeah. weddings, a lot of people put yeah. off weddings, you know, we're, we're about to hit one of the busiest catering times, which is as we, as we go into April, go into May to June, right. It's all graduation, it's all graduation parties. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. And so we're just rocking and rolling on that. Yeah. You know, people, you know, the weather gets warmer, people starting to have outdoor weddings. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. People want to get the beer gardens going. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's plans around trying to do all that. Yeah. You know, and I remind you guys what I said a minute ago, I only have that one little kitchen and that Ye- one little pit back. That's through, amazing. Right? And, yeah, we, I know. And uh, we, we are about as efficient as you can get.
1: You got to uh, be, man. Right. Um, that is really, yeah. Uh, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, getting ready for the the uh, the beer parties and the, the right. beer festivals and stuff like that. Um, you recently hooked up with uh, <clears throat> uh, Jason Spears over at Locust Cider, another... Yeah. Uh, a cidery here in Gig Harbor, not just almost walking distance from here. That's right. And he's from Texas too. Right. And uh, you guys have a good partner with uh, in this spring and summer when uh, he's got an outdoor sipping yeah. area. Yeah. And uh, you're going to su- supply the food and he'll supply the uh, beverage. Yeah,
2: I've got a little plan. We're going to we're going to have some fun with that one, I think. Yeah. And because um, I'm putting a little uh, 15 by 15 kind of under a tent kitchen back there, right, where oh, we can yeah. where we can serve barbecue and stuff. But I'm also going to have the trailer pit. The original trailer pit out there i'm, wow. having, it, I'm having it fixed yeah. up so oh, that uh, fun. so that we can i can do it old school style and have a little fun right we'll now.
1: have he show up with some of his buddies that are musicians and they'll <laughs> do some uh, we'll go for it we'll just have a yeah. yeah some country music yeah it'll feel like we're back in the south yeah. look we'll at the right. mandolin going you know the <laughs> the banjo there you
0: go all those essentials <laughs> yeah, so you know, the other a, thing that i noticed about this place and i told you even before we started recording was just your staff is pretty amazing yeah. Like, oh. I mean I've yeah. you know you've been to places where they have great great food or drink but the staff is terrible and here yeah. my first experience was like I've not been treated this well in a restaurant in a yeah. very long time yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: that's because the premise the premise of barbecue and the premise of being here is to have fun mm-hmm. Yeah. right and so we want you to have fun yeah but we want to have fun too yeah and, and it really what really was the trigger that kicked that off for these young men. Um, and ladies, when yeah. when they're here, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, is uh, a lot of these folks had worked, let's say, at other fast food places. Okay. And had experienced a very negative reaction yeah. when they worked there. Yeah. Mm. And so when they came here and people loved coming here yeah. and loved talking yeah. to them, it really cultivated a spirit that then could be very easily sure. pulled together and. and um, it feeds on itself, and, doesn't it? And make yeah. it, you know, put it to where no, it feeds on itself. So,
1: so during the interview process, mm-hmm. When you're looking to, you know, add more staff or replace somebody, right. what are the key things? You, I mean, you deserve a lot of credit for these quality people you yeah, got. So there's right. something, exactly. some insight you have when you're to the interview process that you're able to identify something about them.
2: Well, I'm a dad, first of all. Right? <laughs> and, and Careful dads. Yeah. That's good training. Most of them are young twenties, right? Yeah, so I've yeah. been through that with my own kids. Sure. But I'm also at, at Intel. I'm also classically trained in, in uh, organizational dynamics, and, okay, and teams, and you know, you know all the words, Tuckman yeah. model, and yeah. this and that, and all, you know. So yeah, we had we had plenty of um, norming, storming, and performing at, uh, mm. that went on that first yeah. year, right? As yeah. as this team learned how to uh, operate as a Basically, as a team. But if you if you ever sit back and watch the cameras during a busy time, yeah, right, it's an amazing symphony. Oh yeah, they don't. They all know each other. They, they know exactly where they're going to step, how they're going to hand things. Nobody ever hits anybody anymore. Or, you know, really? it's like this one smooth wow. flow between the front kitchen and the back kitchen, and and yeah. you know getting those orders out. It's it's really an amazing thing to watch, and and they have so much fun doing it, and, yeah. they, and they love being a part of it. They oh, were, you can tell. They, I mean, wear, they, their, seem like, they wear their yeah. logos all over town. You know, people say hi to them because yeah. they recognize them, and and that's what we want to promote, right? Mm. We want we want to be that kind of uh, community organization, right? Yeah. Well,
1: we when we you know, the first interview today where it was Baseball Bob and mm-hmm. about his book, you know, yeah. the genius who's, who saved baseball, and it's about a book about, you know, that talks about the uh, overuse of analytics in yeah. Major League Baseball, and yeah. uh, and harkens back to the days when we made these gut decisions on who was going to Steal? Yeah. Who's going to bunt and who's going to yeah. bat? To a certain extent, that's what you've done with your staff here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah.
2: And you know. nowadays it's nice because they'll just self-regulate. Yeah. Right. And um, you know, so we'll bring new people in and and we'll kind of qualify them. But then basically <laughs> the way we do it, we just throw them back there. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Sink or
0: swim. And the, the, the sink or swim. Yeah. The yeah. boys will tell you if it's good or not. That's right. <laughs> Come, every
1: everybody, Bob. Everybody that comes in here when I I watch them, you know when we're in here and they go up and get their food, right? And they're engaging. Right. I mean, your so your team is engaging with absolutely. them. Absolutely. We yeah. want to know and, how your day is. And yeah. when they walk out of here, they're they're on they're floating. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're floating. Yeah. It's a amaz- it's an amazing yeah. experience. It yeah. really is.
0: I mean, I'm looking at the counter right now and there's an older couple ordering and there's two people at the counter. I mean, you know, most places would be one and they'd be a little stressed out and they're you know, buttons beeping and noises going off, but this guy's just here cutting the meat right in front of them. Yeah. They're I said,
2: yeah, making sure it's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. is
0: that something that you lose when you try to chain something like that? Like, like if you opened up hundred and fifty BBQ to use, like, <laughs> would you lose some you of that? You think?
2: Lose a lot of that family, yeah, you know, family atmosphere like that. Yeah, yeah. you can you can train it over time. At least I believe we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but it's uh, not a fast growth. So, yeah. if we, so if we if we if, if we can ever get to a point where we can grow this place, mm. right? Yeah, um, this will be the training facility. Yeah. because that's what we're trying to get into people's right. heads yeah. right before we can let them go off to say Port Orchard or Burmerton yeah. or, or Paulsboro or what have you right yeah they've got to come here and they've got to pass muster here so yeah. yep. so what's um, so really what this thing is developing into is is a perfection of what we want yeah. Yeah. Right. what we want our brand to be. Right. Yeah. And then um, the side note, I'm busy trying to figure out how to build a factory around here somewhere. Right. So yeah. I can, I can get, I, cause if I can control the, I can control the food quality. Yeah. Right. It's, yep. got, it's all around the recipes and stuff like that. So I just need a, a plethora of pits around me with some, with some hardworking boys. And that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. But to do that, they got to come here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they've got to get in the groove and they've got to get it ingrained in them yeah. yep. so that, because if you get two of them together that don't have it ingrained in them, then they'll they'll go back to the sure. the other way. Yeah, yeah. And this
0: isn't. I mean, and this is this is something more than just throw together a sandwich or put this in that fryer for five minutes. I mean, I've heard of like there's a bar called. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say the name, but there's a bar uh, in the Midwest that's yeah. really known for high end drinks, and they say the first year uh-huh. you work on ice and you learn how to perfect right. the cu- the perfect cube of ice, and same with. Uh, there's a Netflix documentary yeah. and sushi where you spend the first two years at this one place right. just learning the rice because
2: yeah.
0: some of this just takes some time. Some right. of it takes you getting familiar with what these ingredients are and how it's done and the yeah. time. It, it's not a just crank it in and that's cookie it. cutter it. Yeah. Yeah. Matter
2: of fact, we got a young yeah. man that's going to be part time this summer. Okay. And so we've already decided to bring him in, but uh, his homework mm-hmm. right, oh. is he has to go off and I give him all these YouTube videos he has to go watch. Oh, oh and his job is to learn the, uh, the vocabulary. Oh. The banter, yeah, right? the flow, how yeah. it works, what it is, yeah, right, all those kinds of things, right, and then uh, that that will give him a, an opportunity to pass muster when he goes back. Right. Interesting. Because he's got to be able to understand what they're talking about. Right. Did Mm -hmm. did Intel prepare you for this or is this a whole different world? Pretty much. How so? What translated? Well, like I said, uh, being a senior manager, you know, you and you get with people all over the world, you get a great amount of diversity. Yeah. Right. And uh, and you've got to form those people into high stress teams. Mm. Right. And so a lot of the techniques are the same. Right. And, you know, giving people the giving people the birth to, you know, to learn who each other are yeah. right? being as a manager and being an owner being patient while that happens yeah right don't don't kill the guys when they're trying to figure the, each other out yep. right and then once they're there you know you kind of raise the bar on it a little bit right yeah. but you know and then we get really busy and then there's let the natural diversity come in and, sure, and yeah. own it even further right and but you gotta you gotta be trained to recognize those things and that's what intel was okay because right? we were um we were hardware engineering guys right oh, so yeah. we were the guys that were that were um that they picked up the phone and called us when nasdaq went down right mm. or when there when there was a major problem or the or the doe went down or whatever we were sure. the ones that were trying to fix it right and figure out what what was going on right? yeah and so i worked in those in those super high pressure in, sure you know pressure cookers a lot right so this is kinda easy. Yeah, compared yeah. to that, yeah. yeah you know, oh. kind of that. And so but but what you learn out of that when you manage teams mm. is how to how to cultivate human characteristics and let yeah. you know, let the uh, let the um, the strength of an individual come up, align mm. them to what they do best. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and even even here, the guys that work the front counter are there for a reason. The guys that are in the back kitchen are there for a reason, yeah. right? And and they're all happy where they're at. Yeah, they, they know what they do and they do it really well. That's yeah.
0: awesome. Right? That's great.
1: Uh, you know, we're sitting here and I'm looking around the room here, and it, you know, it, what's so impressive is the demographic diversity mm-hmm. of the clientele. Right. Every all ages come in all here. Ages come here. Yeah. 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 yeah, families come in here with their little kids. Birthday Part mm-hmm.
2: parties, retirement parties. Yeah. Um, the wedding parties. I mean, that wouldn't that's that amazing. be your
1: litmus test if you're successful or not, that yeah, kind of thing? I think yeah. so. Certain restaurants cater to a certain demographic or right. age group or something like yes. that, which is understandable. Maybe that's their marketing gimmick. But when you open up a restaurant like this, you want everybody to come and enjoy, enjoy it. it. completely. Yeah. This, is
2: a, this is a food for the people. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. And we used to say, and I still say it, is You know, leave all your woes outside. Come in here, relax, have a good meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Get your strength back. Then go back yeah, out. go and fight face, back out again. Go yeah. face the world. But leave all that stuff outside. Come yeah. in here and, and let yourself have the opportunity to, you know, to get happy again. Yeah. Hey man,
1: right? right now I'm dreaming of a video clip, you know, <laughs> for barbecue to you. You know, yeah. first of all, you stand at the counter and they bring the meat down like this, and they put that first slice, and it goes ooze. I want that on a video, right? Oh yeah, slow oh, motion, yeah. high contrast. Yeah. Plus, oh. you've had really a whole bunch of great one-liners. Um, <laughs> Uh, and also, Heath, you had that one where you said, let the meat do its thing, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it, uh, this interview is full of great one-liners in here, <laughs> you know. Huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Great be- would be great for a video.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll just have to pull some of these, uh, these liners out of here. <laughs> I have a last question for you. Yeah. Uh, Gary, do you have any questions? Uh, sorry, Kurt, do you have any questions before we go? No. Last question. Okay, no. so here's my last question, Gary. Uh, if tonight was your last night on Earth and you had to have one last meal here, yeah. like what? Hmm. like meats, sides, how would you go out?
2: Oh, it'll probably be brisket with fried okra and mac and cheese.
0: Wow, nice and easy. Yeah. So, if you want to come in check out barbecue to you here in Gig Harbor, try the the brisket was amazing. I even said the turkey we had last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, tell me, okay. I guess last question: jackfruit. I'm not familiar with this in barbecue. Yeah. Like, yeah. what happened there?
2: Well, yeah. we, we, we do. It, it, that's that's again catering to the demographic, right? Yeah, yeah. And we have a lot of vegetarians, and, mm. and mm. the the issue that's kind of why the wines here too. Mm. Um, when we started out, we didn't do any of that, right? Yeah. So. Um, the husband or the man would want to come in or the, the, the person who liked the meat that's what yeah. would, would come in, right? Yeah. And they, they're they all after the meat sweats, man. They're going to load it up. Yeah. Right? But then their partner, right, mm. didn't like that, mm. right? They uh, they didn't want to have all that red meat, right? Yeah. So we were looking for something in jackfruit's ideal because young jackfruit, not mature jackfruit, but young jackfruit um, pulls like pork does. Oh, wow. Okay, so it looks... Like pork, yeah, and yeah. so I came up with a quick little recipe um, with our sauce and some fajita seasonings and various other things, right? Yeah, yeah. To make a vegetarian pulled pork, and, we, and that's what uh, jackfruit is.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so what I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of those on the way out of here. You yeah. betcha. And so, if you live in the northwest, uh, you need to come into uh, barbecue to you. And when you get here, say you tell Gary that hey, I'm a fan. Of Barbecue, Booze, and Bullshit, and I'm here to meet you and have some barbecue. There
0: you go. We're going to have to extend the title. I mean, it sounds like barbecue, (laughs) booze, bullshit, books, baseball. Yes. I mean, we're just going to be the the team of bees here in Gig Harbor. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Thank you so much,
1: Gary. You're welcome.
0: We'll do this again soon next time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Bye. (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you for listening to Barbecue, Booze, and Bullshit. We'll be back next time having conversations with the amazing people who make up the great Pacific Northwest.